the coronavirus pandemic is here and we'll help guide you through it. The news about COVID-19 is changing daily. Keeping up to date each morning with developments, this podcast will give you our latest news and some ideas of what to expect moving forward. Daily at herald-review.com. Hello, this is Annalisa Trofimuk, a government reporter with the Herald and Review. We have a bit more ground to cover today than we did yesterday, starting with the city of Decatur declaring a state of emergency. We will check in with national and state news and hear the latest numbers of cases. We will also have some regional and Macon County updates. Any sports fans who might be listening, you will want to stick around for the very end of this podcast for a cool surprise. You can find all of the reporting mentioned today in the print editions of the Herald and Review and online at herald-review.com. We've dropped the paywall online for all COVID-19 content, so if you need anything from checking the symptoms of coronavirus to learning about resources in our community, we have it covered. As I said last time, I would start including various resources the Herald and Review has reported on. And so here are all of the organizations helping feed the community and their hours of operation. The Salvation Army of Decatur and Macon County uh, will be open Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. Catholic Charities will have various days of uh, operation during the week, but you can call them at 217-428-3458 to check the days they are open. Northeast Community Fund will have drive-through only, 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. Clients can drive to the south side of the building and staff will load food boxes into vehicles and walk-ups are also accepted. At Richland Community College, students who are experiencing food insecurity can stop by campus between 11 a.m. and 1 p.m. on weekends to pick up a free hot meal. Students can also access the Richland Pantry from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. on Wednesday and enter through parking lot C. Moving right into Decatur area news, Decatur city officials announced an emergency declaration on Monday, which basically means they are declaring a state of emergency that will allow them to make more decisions going forward. Under the proclamation, city manager Scott Wrighton, in consultation with the mayor, may determine whether and what public buildings and facilities will be open. They can determine the hours of operation of public buildings and designate those persons that may access public buildings and facilities. I spoke with Mayor Julie Moore-Wolf for this story, and she advised that this could later lead to the council temporarily suspending things like water bills, but she stressed that this wouldn't mean residents wouldn't ever have to pay. You can read the full document and everything it encompasses online. Our editor, Chris Coates, spoke with Dr. Ted Clark, the chief medical officer for Decatur Memorial Hospital, about the coronavirus and central Illinois. Chris interviewed Dr. Clark over video chat, and that video is available on our website. They cover several topics, including testing, they dispel rumors, and they talk about personal protective equipment. This is a great interview, and it is not every day you get to hear directly from the head docs. So you can watch this at herald-review.com. A quick look at national news. An order by President Trump makes stockpiling supplies a crime. The coronavirus pandemic has infected more than 375,000 people and has killed over 16,000. This is according to the Associated Press, but you can access this article on our website. So I'm sure you've seen on social media or heard about people buying food, toilet paper, medical masks, and other necessities to an excess. Federal, state, and local officials have totally advised against this. 
Trump signed an executive order on Monday making it a crime to excessively stockpile personal protective equipment that is needed by medical personnel fighting the coronavirus pandemic. In Macon County, our editor Allison Petty reports 10 COVID-19 cases that have been completed as of noon on Monday with eight negative results and two pending results. Allison, in an article on Monday about the Macon County cases, relays information from the crisis communication team who said three Macon County residents have been tested outside of the county with two negative results and one test result pending. No cases of the disease caused by the new coronavirus have been confirmed in Macon County. You can check out her article for more information about how the national testing shortage impacts Macon County. So as promised at the beginning of this podcast, sports fans, you have something to be excited about again. It is no secret that the world of sports has come to a total standstill due to COVID-19, but our sports department is taking a creative approach to stay engaged with all of you and to give you something to look forward to. H&R sports reporter Joey Wagner is putting together a bracket and he wants your input. In his latest column, Joey writes, we want to know which player in the H&R coverage area had the best single game performance of the 2019-2020 school year. This means everything from when school started in the fall to right now as we wait for our sports world to get plugged back in. Joey will be taking submissions through April 30th and you can reach him at jwagner at herald-review.com or on Twitter, and I will include this information along with his column below. So that wraps up today's updates. There are several additional articles on H&R's website, and if you are enjoying this podcast and our reporting, and you want to support local journalism, please consider one of our subscriptions, whether it be print or online. Our subscribers make this work possible. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope to see you guys next time.